welcome to this Joyful Life podcast. My name is Rachel Witt. I am thrilled that you are here today. This is a special episode with a treasured friend of mine, Tori Abdallah. She is such an incredible encourager and really shares some helpful tips if you are struggling with anxiety or if you know someone who is. This podcast is full of fun, but it is also full of godly wisdom. If you're going through something tough in your life, you will love hearing from Tori. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's get started. Hi, Tori. Hello, Rach. Thank you for being on the podcast. This is so much fun. I know. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel so honored. Well, I'm like, I have loved you. It feels like forever. And I I adore you and I respect you. And I'm just so excited to have you on here to pour into everybody and encourage them. I know we've kind of chatted very briefly about what we're going to chat about. So you know what, like who even knows what's about to go down, right? <laughs> it's going to be so good. Yes. Why don't you share with everybody how we know each other? Okay. So I was just thinking, Rachel, that I'm pretty sure at this point right now that I have known you longer in my life than I haven't known you, which is amazing. Um, so we met, I guess when I was 14, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I was 14. Okay. So Josh, um, Rachel's husband was hired as the youth pastor for our church. And I was one of the youth and I'll never forget the first time I met you guys. And, um, yeah, I met Rachel and I was like in awe, like I just loved you from the very first day (laughs) and just wanted to be like you. And, Yeah. You just took me under your wing for years. Um, and I was thinking about what I would say and I was like already starting to tear up a little bit. So (laughs) (laughs) I know you're just one of those people that when you look back on your life, I just know that it wouldn't be where I am today without you and without God giving you in my life. So, um, you went from that like mentor and really became a sister to me and now just a lifelong friend. And I'm so thankful for you. Well, thank you. And that's what I was going to tell you. It's so wild. I remember being at the Mayotte's house Uh and in their living room. And I remember, I think I was sitting on the floor and I think you were sitting on the floor and we were like diagonal from each other. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, I adore her, like without even saying hello at first. And uh, that was it. It was just like, you are precious to me. And I look back over the years and some of my favorite memories with you are going for walks. Yes. Because I, I was reflecting, I'm like, between being at summer camp together and going around uh, Carson Newman University and just going for a long walk. I'm like, we did that. Uh, camp yeah. friendship. I believe we went on <laughs> a long walk and just girl talked at camp friendship. Uh, I look back at when I, I was either trying to go into labor with grace 
or mm-hmm. I just had her. Do you remember? You were trying to, we were trying to induce labor for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you came <laughs> to my house and we just like walked my neighborhood for yes. a few, uh, a long time. I feel like it was a good long walk. Yes, so it was. <laughs> I just look back. I'm like, those are such precious moments in my life. Just spending time with you and then being able to see, I think you were, were you in eighth grade or going into ninth grade? I can't remember. I feel like I was going into ninth grade, but I honestly, I don't remember, but I don't either. I don't either. We could probably figure it out because it was 2007, but I, I just remember like that moment of meeting you and then being able to watch you grow into just this incredible young woman that I just adore. And then you being at Liberty, which is just Liberty University for everybody who's watching or listening, that's only about 45 minutes from my house. So there were times when you were there that we went to visit you or take you out to lunch or you came, you and Paul came to our house and hung out with just Deacon and Grace at the time, you know, when they were so small. So look at that. And then watching you get married and become a mother. And I'm like, God, you are so good to give me Tori in my life that I can watch you just absolutely blossom into just this young woman that is just so unbelievably incredible as a wife and a mom and a friend. And I'm like, God, you're so good. Like that's a treasure to be able to look back at your life from middle school, high school on like, whoa, God is good. And, you know, you go back, you see, um, for anyone that's had Facebook for a long period of time, you can be very humbled by who you were many years ago. And it's there to haunt you and remind you. (laughs) I always think whenever those statuses pop up, I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful. Rachel was still so nice to me. and loves me. (laughs) There are so many things. (laughs) That's so funny. That that is so funny. You loved me through and that you saw who I could be. And I just appreciate you for that. (laughs) You are, I couldn't be more proud of you. And I love you so, and a lifelong friend. And I think back to that day in summer 2007, when we met and I'm like, God knew that you Mm -hmm. would be a faithful friend in my life as adults. And when you were a teenager and I was newly married, it seemed like there was more of an age gap that I don't feel like is even there anymore. I just yeah. treasure you. So yeah, I treasure you too. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? We want to know about your family and what you do for a living. Just tell us all what makes Tori Adala fantastic. Fill oh us boy. In. Okay. Um, well, my first identity, I would say is a follower of Jesus. Um, he is my you know, true source of joy in all things. Um, and then another beautiful part of my life is I've been married for almost eight years to my husband, Paul coming up this month is our eight eight year anniversary. Um, so, and he is just such a blessing in my life. I'm so thankful for him. We are high school sweethearts and, um, Rachel also coached me through that relationship too. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he is a pastor at our church, um, love our church family. Um, we are located in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Our church is in Stafford, um, which is just a little bit North. Um, we have three wonderful kids. We have Lydia who is six. We have our son, Aaron, who is four and our son, Evan, who is one. And, uh, they are just all in such like sweet, different little seasons of life right now. Um, but I love being their mom. 
Um, and then for work, I am a second grade teacher. I teach at um, the school that my daughter goes to. It's also in our church. So it's like all of our little webs kind of unite. Um, so I teach at a university model school, second grade. Um, so I'm in the classroom three days a week and then um, home with my daughter teaching her the other two days a week. And we just started our summer break. Today is our first Monday of summer break. <laughs> Today's the first day. And I'm like, would you be on the podcast? <laughs> I'm Don't so glad to. Sleep. Yeah. What's sleeping in when you have three children anyway? Oh so. yeah. We've been up for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to know more about how you teach. I am fascinated by that three days a week and then two days you are at home teaching Lydia. So I think it's fantastic. Like the coolest thing I've ever heard. So it's tell amazing. me about it. Yeah. So I had actually never heard of this model school and I, this school existed within our church, but it is like separate from, from our church. And, um, once COVID hit, I was subbing in the, um, in the public school system still, and then that all shut down. So I was kind of looking for work and this amazing opportunity came up and I'm like, why haven't I like realized what was right under our nose right before? Um, it is, so university model is basically when students are in the classroom, um, usually they're two to three days a week. Um, you know, they have their classroom, they have their in-school teacher. And then the other two days, the classroom teacher assigns the work and is the one who grades the work and it comes back to them. And, you know, they are, they are the, the point that, that all things go out and come back to from, or come back to, um, but the parent has a lot of responsibility in the university model. So, um, it somewhat looks like homeschooling, uh, of like having the curriculum and teaching them on those home days. Um, so it's been a really big blessing. I love the idea of homeschooling, but I think, um, with our personalities, Lydia and I do better when she has another person to answer to at school. <laughs> yes, I get yeah. that. I totally get that. Yeah. That is incredible. I think what you have is this like beautiful gift of time, as well as being able, like God has called you to be a teacher. So you get to fulfill that calling and then be home too. That's the coolest. It is amazing. I'm so thankful. And yeah, my, my biggest desire is always is to be home with my kids, but I'm so thankful that like we have found a way to, um, to work in that passion of teaching and be home and like, it's, it's been a great balance. I'm really thankful for it. Wow. I think that is just so neat. I think that is so neat and awesome times to do your younger boys get to go to, to the school or what do they do while you're at school a few days a week? Or what so do they we, do? they do not yet. Aaron is going to start K4 in the fall. So we nice. have been super blessed with family in the area. Um, Paul being a pastor is off on Mondays. So that's his daddy day that the boys get to have with him. And then my awesome mother-in-law has them on Wednesdays and my mom, um, is sweet to come to our house and have the boys oh. on Friday. So I'm nice. really thankful for the community. We would not be able to do it, uh, without them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's summer break. So Woo! what are your plans? Do you guys have anything that you're looking forward to about the summer? I am such a homebody. So I just love like the opportunity to be home and to kind of like reset our space. Um, we have some little things here and there. We're going to go um, to the mountains with nice. uh, my sister, Janie and brother-in-law Graham. And 
um, for a couple days and Paul and I are going to get away to Lancaster, Pennsylvania oh. for a couple days. Um, but nothing, nothing crazy. We're just hanging out this summer. Nice. That's, that's my prayer over the summer. I'm like, I want this summer just to be slow and sweet. I, yes. I don't know. I just want it to be so simple. And yes. I feel like we're going to make a ton of memories in that process, but I tried not to fill it with too much. But when I look at like my kids are going to camp, stuff like that, yes. um, that has kind of filled the summer, but the rest of the time I'm like, okay, I just want it to be slow and make memories, eat popsicles, you know, play all outside. the sweet joys of childhood. Yes. Just keep it. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Well, as we, you and I were talking just because, you know, the podcast is this joyful life. We are talking just about God's goodness in our life right now. You and I have both been through a very unique seasons. I think that we didn't expect over the last few years. So um, you can go into whatever you want to go into, take this question, however you want to take it. But how do you see the goodness of God in your life right now? What What's he doing? He is doing a lot. And I'm so very thankful. Um, I, I see the goodness of God in his faithfulness to me um, through every season. I feel like I can look back and um, just when I get to a season where I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do next. I can look back and I can see how faithful he has been to me in the past through each time that I have felt like that before. Um, yeah, I haven't really shared this a whole lot with you either. Um, but I have been in a season of just struggling with, um, a lot of anxiety and Mm -hmm. just kind of, what does that look like as a mom and, um, trying to guide my children well, when I'm struggling in that way. Um, and the Lord has just used that to completely just keep drawing me near to him. Um, I think that sometimes it's easy to be like, so ungrateful for the things in our lives that are just like the thorn in our flesh that, um, that just keeps coming back day after day, as much as we don't want it to. Um, but I just see the, the goodness in the hand of the Lord that he keeps using, uh, specifically my anxiety, but lots of things, um, to just keep drawing me near to him and to keep lifting my chin to him. If I didn't have those things, um, I think that there would be times when I would be okay with where I am, but it's, it's just a constant longing for heaven and longing for, um, just knowing that this world is not our home and, and that, um, yeah, we need him in every single moment. So, uh, he's been good to me in this season, just pointing me to keep lifting my chin back to him. That's so good. And anxiety is so interesting because it comes in many, many different forms for people. Mm -hmm. And when my kids went back to school, I have been just absolutely full of joy for them because they're thriving but it was only a few months ago that I started to feel joy in their absence. It was just like, it was so heavy for me with them being gone. And I was having fun with my two youngest. It wasn't like my days were bad. They were fantastic days, but it was just this hole in my heart of, of longing to spend time with them. And who am I now? And having this like just tug of war. And then when we lost Josh's dad, I went through about three weeks of I would tell Josh, my heart is racing. I don't know why. And, mm-hmm. and it was in my sorrow. It, it wasn't permanent. It was just this 
this season of, of like you're saying, it was just, I wasn't afraid, nothing like that. I was just sad. And I think mm-hmm. that's okay. My yeah. personality is to be happy about everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can make bad things good. Like I'm pretty good at that. I, you too, know, right? right? <laughs> like we're good at that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, in this season, it's okay to say I'm sad and I am allowed mm-hmm. to be sad. And then just like, you're saying like, what, what can I do about that? Like I just digging into the word and mm-hmm. just saying, okay, Lord, I am at your feet. What do you have for me next? What's so crazy? I would have never said, I'm going to draw out of a hat and pick podcast out. But I think yeah. like, this, <laughs> this is something God had next and just like praying for that. Like, Lord, I know that you're going to, you're going to fill this. But one thing I did that was healing, um, there's a song, I think it's, we are, messengers that sings it. Um, and he says that he talks about pain, like in the pain, there is healing Mm. and in the sorrow there is healing. And so I just started to think of that season that way, like, God, you're meeting me here to heal my heart. You're meeting me here to heal this place in my life. And grief will to out to always take it with me. I don't think you ever get rid of that. Right. Like if you, you know, we lost somebody we love. So grief may come in many forms forever, but it was like, okay, God, like I'm going to, I'm going to be at your feet and I know you have something here for me and I'm just going to trust you in it. And there is a day and Josh and I have talked about it so much. And I, I told him, I said, how blessed are we that we have hope and that we're meeting at the feet of Jesus right now, that in sorrow and in grieving that we like, we get to meet God here. Mm. Like it, I wouldn't choose that. I wouldn't choose the grief or the sorrow, but he's meeting me here and he's meeting me in this Valley. Like God is so good to do that. Amen. Yeah. It's hard. But one thing I did that was really great. And this, I don't know, I've never posted about it on social media. And it has to do with social media. I turned it off. I didn't ask permission. I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it except for Josh. And literally for two weeks, I didn't get on social media at all. And it was like God was putting pieces of my heart back together. I realized that God did not create me to know everything about everybody. And it was too much for my heart at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I turned Mm -hmm. it off. And then it was so great. (laughs) Now now I have like a six minute limit on my phone. I like set timers. I'm like, you can't go beyond your timer. It's like six minutes. Okay. All right, Lord, I can handle that. But beyond that, it's just like, I needed the time to heal. Have you done anything in this season that, you know, I know you're, you're lifting your chin and you're meeting God here, but is there anything else you've done that has been good just in this season of your life with what you're going through? Definitely. Yeah. So what you just said about just deleting the social media, I go through regular seasons of just having to do that. So when you said that, I was like, yes, and I'm (laughs) in season of needing to do it again. So sometimes it's a hard thing to cut, but um, it's so true that we weren't made to bear the burdens of the whole world. You know, that is only the Lord's. Um, And um, I've definitely prayed a whole lot more, um, which is part of just keeping going back to the Lord, because, um, I can feel like it is my burden to, to carry everybody else's things. Right. And he just keeps reminding me, um, to cast all my cares onto him. Um, and he is good to take them. And he has been really kind to, um, 
answer my prayers in a way that doesn't involve me sometimes where I'm praying wow. for someone that I'm sure I'm just like so burdened for. And I'm just like, I need to figure out a way to fix this. And then they come and tell me that someone else, you know, totally came and helped them and um, provided what I, what I asked for, for them, but without me being a part of it. Um, so he's been so kind to show me that um, the whole world doesn't rise and fall on me and that uh, <laughs> he is doing work all the time and I can rest and um, I can be comforted. And there are definitely like practical steps for anxiety. I'm not just trying to say like, you know, right. um, a blanket statement. Um, I'm also starting to do some biblical counseling. Cool. Um, so looking forward to all that that has. And, you know, I just want to be I know that this is a unique season. Um, the Lord has given me to be mom of these three little mm -hmm. sweet souls. And I want to be the best mom that I can be for them right now. Um, and I'm thankful that he's there with me through the whole step. Yeah. All, all of it. Mm -hmm. And I know like mothers who are older than us would say, like, hold on to this season. It goes so fast. And having an almost 13 year old, like that'll shake you up. <laughs> like, that's oh my crazy. goodness, Rachel. Every I time know. I see pictures of him, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. And when you see him next, you will look up. He's almost six feet tall now. It is crazy. You were there like the day or day after he was born. You came yes. to visit in the hospital. I know. And um, so having an almost 13 year old and having an almost one year old, it has shown me yes, life goes by so fast. And the one thing I will not regret when I am in the season where I can tell a young mother, it goes by so fast when I'm there, I'm not going to regret, uh, the memories I made and putting my phone away. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not going to regret, I'm not going to regret like put it, telling Josh, Hey, will you go lock my phone in your truck for a little <laughs> while? Like, I don't even want to be tempted with that. And I know that, um, that God is good. And I also know that you have a huge heart. It's one thing I've always loved about you and you care so much. So to hear you say like the burdens aren't always like God wants those things at the foot of the cross. He wants us mm -hmm. to lay them down. It's not mine to carry, but I know he, he made you with such a huge heart. So I think it's also your superpower. You love people really well and you always have. And so I'm not surprised by it. I think it's really neat to hear <laughs> that perspective of what you're going through, but also it's your superpower. Like you love people really well. You're good Thank at you. that. Thank you. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I feel like you've like thrown some serious wisdom and I appreciate you being open. I, I know that someone is going to listen and say, oh my goodness, I've been going through this too. Like, how do I find a biblical counselor? How do I you know, what steps should I take? What is a piece of encouragement you have? If someone says, you know what? Nobody knows that I've been feeling anxious. Um, I know that's not of the Lord. So what do I do to combat that? What's a piece of advice you would have? I would say, um, find someone that you are, that loves the Lord, um, that can come alongside of you and, and give you counsel. And also just, to when we confess things that we're going through and we just say them out loud, they're not so scary anymore um, right. because they don't have that stronghold on us um, when we can just bring it into the light. Um, so I would just say, if you're in a local church, um, that is where I have found so much encouragement um, 
with friendships and, and people who are just coming alongside of me, like we are all just fighting our own battles every single day. Yeah. And, um, just people that will be in, in the fire with you and, um, that you can say things to that they're not going to be shocked and, um, yeah. they'll still love you. And I know like for me being, you know, quote unquote, pastor's wife, um, I'm so thankful that there is not any sort of, um, expectation for me at, at the church that I'm in, um, yeah. beyond just being a follower of Jesus. Um, nice. everyone is so kind and gracious to me and, you know, um, I'm able to just share openly about what we're going through. And, um, I'm so thankful to be able to do that. So find other believers that you can just walk that journey with, um, and yeah, talk to your pastor, um, people that'll point you in, in a direction that seeks the Lord. Yes, that's so good. And I would say to you, know that this is going to be, it may, life may feel messy, but God has a great message that he's going to bring out of it. Yes. That if we say, God, I know what I'm going through, please use it for your glory. Like yes. I know that this can impact someone and you are like, you are Tori, you are impacting so many for the kingdom beyond the podcast, beyond it's just who you are. And Lord, just use this moment of my life. I know he will. He promises he will. And I love the promise that when you look at all the battles, you can go and read every single page of the Bible. You can see battle after battle. You can take five minutes, set a timer on your phone. You can write down all the battles you've gone through in your life. And I bet every single one, you can go victory, victory, mm -hmm. victory, Amen. victory. It, it may not be in your timeline. But yeah. it, it wasn't his and he claimed victory on it. So knowing whatever you're going through right now, God is going to be victorious in that. He has claimed victory. He's not mm -hmm. going to lose. So to hold on to that truth of like, God, you've got this. And I may not know how it's going to turn out, but I'm going to, I'm going to today, I'm just going to give it to you, lay it at the cross and then say, okay, I believe you've got this and you'll be victorious. Hey, like your name. Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what your name means yes. Victoria <laughs> well isn't that right. nice Amen. I receive it I receive it yes. <laughs> that's awesome alrighty girl this podcast is called this joyful life so what brings you joy oh my goodness so much um I was wondering if you're going to ask that question so I was trying to think about it <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think very simply, like this is so basic and, uh, but recently just like the outdoors, getting outside, getting vitamin D, getting us all into the sunshine has been such a joy for me, uh, just to reset and experience God's creation. So yes. I'm really enjoying that. I love it. And if you read about sunlight and what it does for your body, what it does for your mind, obviously we know spiritually what it does for our heart to meet the Lord outside. He gave us sunlight to do incredible things. And it's fascinating to read about. I don't have that pulled up on my phone right now, but if you Google it, you'll be impressed. Like, oh God, thank you for that. Thank you yes. for sunlight. Yes. I'm so thankful. We, um, in the last few weeks of school with it being so nice, like when we would go out for recess, the kids would just run to the playground and I would just stand there and uh, have goosebumps. It was so nice. <laughs> it was beautiful. And I'm glad you got to do that. And it filled your soul. You have filled my soul being here you on the podcast. Too. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you. And I thank God for you and your friendship. And I am so proud of the young woman that you are. You just, uh, you amaze me. Uh, just all those things right back at you. I was going to repeat them all. <laughs> I just I want to say we, we've made it through an entire podcast without like quoting the office, which I, you know, I, it would be one of the first times we've hung out where we haven't done that. We've not quoted anything. It's good. I am proud of us. <laughs> you have so much fun. And yes. I, I treasure you. Thank you. you thank you. Thank you for being on. Okay, friends. Thank you for tuning in to the special episode with Tori. Tori, you did a fantastic job. Thank fantastic. you. You're incredible. <laughs> thank thank you. you for being on. Can I pray for us? Or do Absolutely. you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? I would be I'll happy to. Yeah. Okay. I would love to. Uh, sure. I will go, go with it. Come on. Sure. All right. Father God, I just thank you so much um, for Rachel. I thank you that she has just followed these steps that you have led her to in life um, to start this podcast. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to be here today and to have this conversation, Lord. And I pray that you would use um, what I feel like are my stumbling words, Lord. I pray that you would use them for your glory. And we know that you you will. And um, I just pray that anyone who's listening, Lord, that can resonate with um, just being in a season of hard or um, just struggling with whatever they're going through, Lord, I pray that they would just keep looking to you. Lord, and just keep drawing near to you, Lord, that you would use this in their life um, and show them that it is for a purpose and that you are working all things together for the good of those who love you. Lord, we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Tori, you're a natural. Will you come back to the podcast? Will you be on again one day? I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> you did a great job. Thank you Thank for being you. here. Blessings to you. And hug your whole family for me. I will. You hug your whole family too. I, I will. So I'll much. do it. I'll do it. Okay. I love you. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Be blessed.